6 a.m. on the West Coast, 9 a.m. on the East Coast, 2 p.m. in London and in Malaysia, it's 1964. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Hey, everybody. Good evening. Hello. How are you? And Mohanad, welcome right off the top. Another day, another stream, another smile to be drawn on people's faces. <laughs> yeah, well said. Well said. Good to see you again. We are live on Facebook Live. I'm not wearing pants as the name of the page. Time uncertain. Hey, good to see you too. Um, and also on Jay Sheldon uh, YouTube channel and on twitch.tv slash jsheldonnopants. That is all the places we are live, triple casting tonight. And uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a hell of a week. I, <laughs> every, every, uh, almost every stream, before I, uh, I go on about an hour or two, I will do a Facebook story, just a quick video to promote and let people know that I'll be live at 10 o'clock, Malaysian time. And tonight I was just getting done with my dinner. In fact, I just was done with dinner. I was out on the sidewalk in front of the restaurant and I thought, oh, that's a nice background. Hey, Keith Dye, like the stream. Thank you very much, Keith. Appreciate it. Um, so I, I had a nice background. I thought, okay, I'm going to pull down my face mask and do a Facebook story uh, to promote tonight's stream. And then afterwards, I looked at it. In fact, I can see it now. Do you see how bloodshot my eyes are? I have no idea why they are so bloodshot. It looks like I'm, I'm like half in the bag, like I've been drinking. I do drink, but I haven't been drinking in fact, I don't drink very often, but um, no, I, 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 I look like I, I had a few, <laughs> which I, I probably should have. Um, a, couple of, uh, a couple of programming notes, audio-wise, uh, you may hear some fireworks tonight. This studio that I'm in is not soundproof. So what, in fact, the door over there, let me, uh, let me just uh, switch over. This, this door is half open just to get some air. I don't want to run the air con in this room because you get in the background. <clears throat> so the air con's on in the other room and a little bit leaks in here. Plus I have a fan above my head, so that helps. Uh, anyway, <laughs> morning. Hey, Misha, good to see you. Uh, morning from your side, evening from my side. That's okay. Um, but anyway, it is, uh, it is Chinese New Year still, of course. But last night, and it kind of leaks into tonight, not much, but uh, last night was the big celebration in the Hokkien uh, belief uh, for Hokkien Chinese people. And that was a noisy one. That one was noisier than midnight on the beginning of official Chinese New Year. Um, them Hokkien people, whew, they know how to make noise. Um, anyway, even tonight, there was more fireworks. So, um, yeah, it's, it's wicked noisy. And uh, the chances are 
you're going to hear some tonight, so be prepared. Miko is not happy about that because as you, she was fine with fireworks, and then we lit some off here. Uh, not not big ones. You saw the video. I mean, very tiny little little things, but they really bugged her. I'm sad to say. Uh, we thought we'd be okay because she, she didn't mind them, and we've had the neighbors fire some off really close that were fairly good size. But, um, oh, wait, Mohammed. No, he says no uh, neighbor barking dog in the background. Give it five minutes. Trust me, it'll be there. <laughs> uh, over on Facebook, Mariah says, uh, very true, my place was a war zone. Yeah, <laughs> I saw some of the video where some of my friends on Facebook who live in condos way up in the air overlooking uh, KL. And it looked like a war zone. It was crazy. Uh, thanks for liking the stream, Mariah. I appreciate it. Um, so anyway, uh, we were... Uh, Miko is not happy about this. She's really been bugged a lot by, by fireworks. I was hoping she'd be okay with them, but for some reason, they have now started to bug her. So earlier tonight, about a half hour ago, one of the neighbors fired off some fairly good size uh, fireworks. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um, and so she's back to hiding in her house. She's not very happy. She did come up to visit me, but now she, I think she went back downstairs. So anyway, and sadly, we were going to go to the dog park today in uh, Dessa Park City. And when it got to be about five o'clock or so, four thirty, five o'clock, when we would normally leave, because we usually get there just before sunset. And we stay around until about sunset. Then we hang out and we go home. Um, it looked so much like rain that we didn't dare go. So, yeah, poor Miko. Um we, we didn't dare go because we thought drive all that way from Subang Jaya to Desa Park City and then to get rained out would not only be a, a pain in the ass, but it would also be a big disappointment for Miko. So so we thought it's best we just went for a, a pull around the neighborhood, but we went for a very long walk. And this morning, got up extra early. I mean, for us. 7 o'clock, 7.30. Hey, it's a Saturday. It's the weekend. Give me a break. But we got up and uh, someone has a new basketball. This boy does not play sports. Least of all, basketball. I was never coordinated enough to figure out how to dribble. Um, I can hit the basket if I aim and I, you know, I mean, I'm not great, but I can. Let me just straighten this up a little bit. There we go. Um, but I could never, I mean, when everybody else was out playing sports, I was in playing the piano. So music was my passion and my life growing up. Sports really never really interested me. Still doesn't. Um, but anyway, someone bought a new basketball. So they had to go to the basketball court and play basketball. And of course, Miko uh, came with us and... While we were there, we met uh, one of the dogs that she regularly uh, meets up with when we're on our walks. And um, Loki is the dog's name. It's like a schnauzer. I think it's a schnau a par schnauzer schnauzer. Very adorable little dog. One of our neighbors uh, up and around the street. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, uh, she, they had a ball. They were both in the, in the basketball court. It's all fenced in so we can let them off leash. And... Weren't quite sure because Loki can be a little 
protective. Um, Miko couldn't care less. Dogs, humans, he loves everybody. He wants to jump up and lick and play with you. Uh, he's, he's, she's incredible like that. But, um, but Loki and, and her got along great off-leash. They were playing. In fact, it was really cool because uh, Loki's owner was throwing a stick because Loki loves chasing sticks and bringing them back. She's very good at fetching. He's very good at fetching. And Miko has her tennis balls that she loves playing with. So we were both throwing the tennis ball and the sticks. But then at some point, Loki and Miko were chasing after the same tennis ball. We only brought one. And I thought, oh, this could be trouble. But no, Miko, so incredible. When they both got to the tennis ball at the same time, Miko actually backed off and let Loki take the ball. It's like, oh, I mean, that is so nice of her. So she's so cool. She's considerate like that. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some other doggy psychology reason, but it was really nice to see that they weren't fighting over it. And Miko actually was kind of backing off sometimes and, and letting Miko have a turn. It was very, very cool. Miko is an amazing little... Amazing little mutt. And yes, even at that hour of the morning, it was hot. And it's still hot. To be fair, it's not as... Yeah, I know. Aw. Hey, Kiwi Little. Welcome. Hey, good to see you. Um, to be fair, it's not as hot as it was a week ago. But it's still bloody hot. Unbelievable. Um, and yes, by the way, I did have... Uh, I did have British food. I put that on the thumbnail over on YouTube. And I'll... It'll be on the thumbnail in the description. Um, but I, I actually did have British food tonight. We're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Oh, I know what's going on. Yeah. Um, we had a court case here. Mocha Cat, hey, good to see you. All right. Hello to you. Hello back. Thanks for joining. Um, this is probably mostly important to Malaysian people. And I know we've got viewers all across the planet, but um, I just I briefly just want to touch on this. We had a case where the uh, federal court, actually, let me go to my Facebook review page. Here we go. We had a case where the federal, wow, that's not lined up, is it? Uh, against Malaysia's, Malaysia Kinney, which is an online news portal here. And they were found guilty of contempt of court. Now, here's why. Over readers' comments on a news article. This actually, this news, in fact, the article here is about how the story went around the world. And um, the, the, the absurd part of it, personal opinion, is that the federal court, uh, they were, the, the prosecution was calling for like a $200,000 fine. The court imposed a half a million dollar fine. I'm saying dollars, it's ringgit. But uh, anyway, half a million ringgit fine, which is absurd. And even to have found them guilty over comments that readers posted. This is similar to if you post something, let's say, on Facebook, and someone replies to it with something libelous or whatever, they come after you because of what they said. I told you before, we're very free in this country, but there's one place we're not free, and sadly, that's the biggie, and that's free speech. And they're doing everything they can 
to put a muzzle on it. And this is just one small part of that because people, I mean, these sites are just going to wind up deleting content, uh, con, uh, comments and content, and you're not going to have a voice. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy uh, the way things have, uh, have gone. And to that end, <laughs> I posted this, which is from George Orwell's 1984. This was part of my uh, Facebook feed. Um, oh yeah, this was so cool. You gotta, you gotta check this out. This guy, he, uh, he's actually from Italy, but he wound up in Japan many, many years ago. And, um, he fixes biwas. Biwas are that instrument you see right there. This is a biwas, Japanese instrument. Beautiful, beautiful instrument. I don't want to get a copyright strike, but there's the sound of the biwa. I can't play too much or I'll, I will get hit with a copyright strike, but very cool. Check this one out. This is amazing. Yeah, that's what a biwa looks like. Yes, it's amazing. And you're right, uh, Moira, uh, sad truth on the uh, Malaysia kidney thing. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to give you the rest of that story. The fantastic news is the Malaysian citizens said, you to the federal court. Malaysia Kinney set up a uh, kind of a GoFundMe thing. They, they put an account out there people could donate to. And within, I don't even think it was a day, they had raised more than the half a million ringgit, 600 something thousand ringgit. So, nyeh, ha, the people have spoken. But don't speak too loud or the thumb will come down or the boot will come down on your head. Uh, hack and slash strategy game taking place during the Shengoku period in Japan. <laughs> uh, yeah, mentioned it from Samurai Warrior to Empires. Oh, cool. Anyway, yeah, this uh, this shot, by the way, get back to the Facebook review thing. This is Malaysia from space. Um, NASA took the shot, and they happened to be flying over Malaysia at the time. And uh, that is, these are two shots. Actually, they look kind of the same, but they're not. Uh, there's a, a lightning strike here. You can see one, one right up in the corner there. This, I'm assuming from the way the shot looks, this must be Kuala Lumpur, KL. Uh, don't know if that's the other side of Malaysia, which would, wouldn't be Kwantan, would it? I'm not sure. Anyway, absolutely amazing, beautiful shot. Um, which, by the way... Um, Oh, okay, <laughs> I'll do this too. This is a BMW. It's a real BMW. I gotta mute this. A company in Turkey called uh, uh, Turkey called Levizen. Le Le Levision? Levision, I guess. Um, they've been assembling something quite crazy. Uh, I'm gonna skim through this a little bit until it gets to this part. Now check this out if you haven't seen it. This is a company in Turkey. Uh, look at this. Look at this. You see the person there? That's actually a BMW. It gets better. Watch this. It's not fast, so be patient. This is very cool. And it says in the comments, it doesn't yet actually walk, but they are working on a version that would actually be able to, once it transforms, walk. That would be damn cool. Look at this thing. 
The head's popping out. That is so cool. Actually, a electric, apparently, uh, BMW. Now, watch watch right around in here. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to fire something. Did I just point at a Transformers crotch? <laughs> yeah, I think I did. <laughs> this thing is amazing. It does look just like the toys you get at the stands. You're right. Hey, chaotic robot. <laughs> yeah, look at that. The head moves. There. See that? I don't know if it's farting or firing off a missile. I'm not sure what. But, uh, yeah, let me just skim back through. It actually it goes back down, collapses up. Check this out. All the way. It goes back. To, let me just go back a little bit. Sides come back in. There it goes. This is the coolest thing. And then backs up and takes off. How cool is that, huh? That is amazing. <laughs> An actual BMW they've transformed. It says it's run by remote control. Very cool. Uh, just some, like, four people playing piano at the same time, which was brilliant. This was my lunch. I know, we're doing a lot of food on this. This is going to turn into a food channel, but, yeah. Uh, Mo uh, Moira is gassy from all that Indian food. Oh, that's what it is. That's what the, that's what the thing was. Uh, you're right, I think. Hey, CWN18, you're new here. Well, welcome. Subscribe, follow, like, share. Thank you. Thanks for joining. Uh, what's going on here is a little bit of anything and everything. At the moment, we're reviewing my Facebook posts for the last day or two. Um, <laughs> and uh, they'll explain the rest to you. We do lots of insane kind of crazy talk about a little bit of everything here. Uh, thanks for the follow. Appreciate it. Um, and also at the end of our stream, which will be coming up in about mm, 10 minutes or so, um, we read a chapter in a classic book at one chapter every stream until we get to the end of the book and then we move on. And at the moment we are doing the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Uh, they're all books that are in public domain and, uh, it sounds kind of weird and boring, but actually people seem to like it. So, I, uh, I will be reading another chapter. We're getting very close to the end of this book, so be prepared. It's coming soon. This was Sarawak Me, and it was amazing. I had this in SS1906, my, one of my old, I used to live there. Now I'm uh, in, I moved into another section. But anyway, this was um, an amazing, oh, the noodles were so flavorful, they're homemade. This is uh, a roast pork and some ground up pork in there. And it was incredible. It was so good. Uh, it's in 196. You got to check it out. It's right near the, uh, the Dobie, uh, right next to the Dobie, the laundromat. I keep remembering, I have to keep remembering that my audience is more than just Malaysia. If I just say, oh, it's right next to the Dobie, people in Malaysia go, oh, I know what that is. People in the UK or the US are going, what the hell is that? Dobie is the uh, word for laundromat, basically. <laughs> i got to keep remembering. Uh, check this out if you want. I'm not going to play it. It's Paul Joseph Watson, but it's the truth about Bill Gates. If you want to know the truth about Bill Gates, watch this. It will open your eyes. This, I had to share this on my stream tonight. Oh my God, this is the 
coolest thing ever. Yes, it's an amazing shot from the uh, the rover, the Mars rover. <coughs> Excuse me. But that's not the cool part. You have to hear the sound. I'm going to play this. And this sound is actually recorded from Mars. You think, yeah, so what? But now, wait a minute. Think about it. This is sound from another planet. Just mull that over for a minute. The sound you're going to hear is sound that's coming from another planet. How cool is that? You hear that? I hope this is coming through on the stream. According to my dials, it is. Sorry. <laughs> Let me push it up a little bit. The dog barking in the background is not. <laughs> All right. Go, go to my Facebook page. Scroll down. You'll find that. I just posted it a little while ago. Listen so you can hear it more clearly. It's amazing to me. The sounds of another planet, and you're listening to it. That's wild. Uh, Darren says, you won't believe this, but that meal would cost you three to five ringgit in Sarawak. I do believe you, actually. Um, I forget. What did that? I think it cost me nine ringgit. It was very, very, very generous. It was a good sized portion, and the portions were very nice. But yeah, it was nine ringgit here. But I'll bet three to five ringgit in Sarawak. You're probably right. Oh, you can't hear it. Uh, sorry about that. Okay, it is very eerie. It's it's incredibly eerie. But you need to hear it properly. If, even if you have a good speaker system, that'd be even more phenomenal. Go to my Facebook page. Just look up Jay Sheldon. You'll see me in this old fedora and black and white picture. That's me because there's a few Jay Sheldons. Um, scroll down and uh, and play that clip. All my stuff that I post is always public, so it's not privatized or only my friends can see it. Um, so, yeah, it's incredibly cool. It's very cool. And this was dinner. I am still so stuffed. I swear to you, I am so stuffed. Unbelievable. This was, it was, it was for two, but there was so much food. There's, it's a British place. It's called Core Blimey in SS15. And, um, we did the British food thing, fish and chips, tons of chips underneath here. There's uh, all kinds of dory and there's shrimp and there's potato balls of some kind with some sort of, there's calamari, uh, sotong, um, oh, and uh, mashed potatoes, of course, coleslaw, that's a tartar sauce. Pickles, gherkin pickles with pickled eggs here. 
And then this is mashed peas. Thanks for the ad. Um, <laughs> I've never had mashed peas before. I know they're a British thing. I'm not British. I'm American. We kicked them out of the country 250 over years ago. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I always imagined I would not like mashed peas because they just sound really gross. I, I'm open to trying anything, trust me, but the thought of mashed peas is not something I would have thought of eating. This one, it said on the menu, it said it was minty mashed peas. So now you've got mashed peas with mint. I'll tell you what. I love them. They're great. They were unbelievably good, these things. Mashed peas. And the thing is, they're not canned peas, because I won't touch a canned pea. They're fresh peas. Maybe frozen, but they're frozen fresh. Fresh peas. Mashed. And then they added some fresh mint into it. And they were absolutely delicious. I never, ever thought I would like mashed peas. But um, they were seriously good. So they added a nice little... Uh, side dish to the the fish and chips tonight very cool <laughs> all right so that's uh, that's my my facebook posts and my mars thing i had to show the mars thing i wish you could have heard it better but uh, please do that check it out or just go to uh, youtube or whatever video channel you use and and search uh mars rover probably February 2021 so because there's been, there's been other stuff. But that one in particular has a live set, and it's not live, it's recorded live sound from the planet Mars. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, Kiwi Little never really liked mashed peas, but it's good with fish and chips. Mm -hmm. Sorry, had to have some more coffee. It's uh, It's been one of those. All right, I got, I got, uh, let me just check my list here. Uh, Malaysia Kinney Case, Facebook, Heat, Bloodshot Eyes, Dog Park, Hockey and New Year. Yes, okay, I've covered all the, <coughs> all the generic stuff I wanted to do. But before we move on to the wonderful Wizard of Oz, I wanted to share this. I've told you all before that um, I am a hopeless romantic. There is no doubt about that. I always have been. Um... I'm not quite sure this will fit in my Facebook review page. But this is a story from World of Buzz. And yeah, it doesn't exactly fit, does it? Hold on. Let me try and move this over. This is the saddest story. But I wanted to share it with you. Pot Arafin. Pot Arafin is a man that um, waited at a corner for his lost love since the 1970s until he passed away in 2017. This is him. This is a picture of him. And it's such an amazing story. Um, let me get through all the ads here. One Indonesian man waited until the day he died um, he'd been waiting at the same spot in Malang, Indonesia since 1970 in the hopes that his love would return. 
There he is. This is so sad. Um, Pa Arafin, a loyal man who'd been waiting for his lover to return since 1970 at a corner in Kayutangan in Malang until the end of his life. He was at the same place almost every day at this corner. He sat under the uh, patio of a shop and his intention was waiting for his lover to arrive. And some say that he'd been waiting from the 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever's true. Um, there he is again. Another picture of him. This is from uh, World of Us. According to the story, he was separated from his lover one day during a political incident in Malang, and the couple promised they would meet each other again at the same place where they promised to meet after the city had become safe. He kept his promise, and he waited there every day. Sadly, his lover never arrived back, and no one knew knows what the reason is, or what happened to her, whether she's alive or dead. But uh, his loyalty, it was uh, Park Arafan's loyalty that led his footsteps from his house in Nangtang to the Kayutangan area because he believed that one day his love would arrive. And this is something that someone put on the spot where he used to wait. The power of love. He was found lying limp on the sidewalk, sadly, one day, bruises on his eyes, which indicated he'd been hit by something. What is wrong with people? He was taken to the hospital where he succumbed to his condition. Uh, it appears to have been damage done by a hit-and-run accident. His loyalty will always be remembered by the people who knew him, whether they had met him directly or just touched by hearing about him. I know I was touched by hearing about him. It is amazing. And let's just leave him up there for a sec. From the 70s, likely, until 2017 when he lost his life. He came back every day and waited for his love to return. Man, that's love. That's amazing. An incredible, incredible story. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, that's uh, that covers about everything I've got. You're right, Mohammed. It is, it is heartbreaking. It is exactly that. Um, okay, we're going to grab another sip of Java. Mm. By the way, I just looked back at bits of my, the, my last stream. I'm sorry about the microphone. I don't know what happened. It was thoroughly mucked up. It was really weird. It had this odd double sound to it. I don't know what that was or where it came from. Anyway, it is what it is. So um, we are going to move on to yet another chapter in The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. And having checked ahead, we don't have too many more chapters to go before we are done. Um, as you know, just to catch you up, Oz is gone, and uh, Dorothy has imagined she's found a way to get herself back to Kansas, but she's not exactly sure. So we're moving on to chapter 18, which is Attacked by the Fighting Trees. This, I mean, there were trees, the trees that were throwing apples at them in the film, but... Um, 
it came up much earlier in the story than, than it does in the book. This is from L. Frank Baum's original wonderful Wizard of Oz. This comes to us from the good folks at the Gutenberg Project, where you can download ebooks and text files of all the classics. They're in the public domain. They're free and free for reading, free for you to read, free for me to read. And uh, after this, we have kind of decided we're going to move on and do um, Alice in Wonderland. So we'll have that in our next book. But tonight we're doing chapter 18 of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. This one attacked by the fighting trees. Story time. <laughs> uh, the next morning, Dorothy kissed the pretty green girl goodbye, and they all shook hands with the soldier with the green whiskers, who had walked with them as far as the gate. When the guardian of the gate saw them again, and he wondered greatly, that they could leave, how could they leave the beautiful city to get into new trouble? But he at once unlocked their spectacles, which he put back into the green box, and gave them many good wishes to carry with them. You are now our ruler, he said to the scarecrow, so you must come back to us as soon as possible. Well, I certainly shall if I'm able, the scarecrow replied, but I must help Dorothy get home first. As Dorothy bade the good-natured guardsman a last farewell, she said, I've been very kindly treated in your lovely city, and everyone has been good to me. I cannot tell you how grateful I am. Oh, don't try, my dear, he answered. We should like to keep you with us, but if it is your wish to return to Kansas, I hope you will find a way. And then he opened the gate of the outer wall, and they walked forth and started upon their journey. The sun shone brightly as our friends turned their faces toward the land of the south. They were all in the best of spirits and laughed and chatted together. Dorothy was once more filled with the hope of getting home, and the scarecrow and the tin woodman were glad to be of use to her. As for the lion, he sniffed the fresh air with delight and whisked his tail from side to side in pure joy at being in the country again, while Toto ran around them and chased moths and butterflies, barking merrily all the time. <laughs> City life does not agree with me at all, remarked the lion as they walked along at a brisk pace. I have lost much flesh since I lived there, and now I'm much anxious for a chance to show the other beasts just how courageous I have grown. They now turned and took a last look at the Emerald City. All they could see was a mass of towers and steeples behind the green walls, and high above everything, the spires and the dome of the Palace of Oz. Oz was not such a bad wizard after all, said the Tin Woodman. He felt his heart rattling around in his breast. He knew how to give me brains, and very good brains, too, said the Scarecrow. Oh, if Oz had taken a dose of the same courage he gave me, added the lion, he would have been a brave man. Dorothy said nothing. Oz had not kept the promise he made her, but he had done his best, so she forgave him. As he said, he was a good man, 
even if he was a bad wizard. The first day's journey was through the green fields and bright flowers that stretched about the Emerald City on every side. They slept that night on the grass with nothing but the stars over them, and they rested very, very well indeed. In the morning they traveled on and came to a thick wood. There was no way of going around it, for it seemed to extend to the right and left as far as they could see. And besides, they did not dare to change the direction of their journey for fear of getting lost. So they looked for the place where it be, would be easiest to get into the forest. The scarecrow, who was in the lead, finally discovered a big tree with such wide-spreading branches that there was room for the party to pass underneath. So he walked forward to the tree, but just as he came under the first branches, they bent down and twined around him. And the next minute, he was raised from the ground and flung headlong among his fellow travelers. Well, this did not hurt the scarecrow, but it surprised him, and he looked rather dizzy. And Dorothy picked him up. Well, here's another space between the trees called the lion. Let me try it first, said the scarecrow, for it doesn't hurt me to get thrown about. He walked up to another tree, and as he spoke, its branches immediately seized him and tossed him back down again. This is strange, exclaimed Dorothy. What shall we do? Oh, the trees seem to have made up their minds to fight us and stop our journey, remarked the lion. I believe I will try it myself, said the woodman, and shouldering his axe, he marched up to the first tree that had handed the scarecrow so roughly. When a big branch bent down to seize him, the woodman chopped at it so fiercely that he cut it in two. At once the tree began shaking all of its branches as if in pain, and the tin woodman passed safely under it. Come on, he shouted to the others, be quick, and they all ran forward and passed under the tree without injury, except Toto, who was caught by a small branch and shaken until he howled. But the woodman promptly chopped off the branch and set the little dog free. The other trees of the forest did nothing to keep them back, so they made up their minds that only the first row of trees could bend down their branches, and that probably these trees were the policemen of the forest, and given this wonderful power in order to keep strangers out of it. The four travelers walked with ease through the trees until they came to the farthest edge of the wood, and then, to their surprise, they found before them a high wall which seemed to be made of white china. It was smooth like the surface of a dish, and higher than their heads. What shall we do now? asked Dorothy. I will make a ladder, said the tin woodman, for we certainly must climb over the wall. And that was chapter 19. Wow, that was a quick one. I think we need to do another chapter. Do we? Let me just double check. 
If there's one, yeah, we'll do another chapter. <laughs> Where's chapter 20? Oh my goodness, where is it? Yeah, chapter 20 is the dainty China country. Goodness. All right. Amazing. Um, hey, Martin Gilman over on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should take up this, uh, this voice work professionally. That's an idea. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, uh, chapter 20. We'll, we'll, go, we'll get through this, then we'll, we'll cut it off for tonight. But uh, that was such a short chapter, I think we might as well uh, move ahead and do another one. It's the Dainty China Country. It's the name of the chapter. I didn't write it. L. Frank Baum did. While the woodman was making a ladder from wood, which he found in the forest, Dorothy lay down and slept, for she was tired by the long walk and... The lion curled himself up to sleep, and Toto lay beside him. The scarecrow watched the woodman while he worked and said to him, I cannot think why this wall is here, nor what it is made of. Ah, rest your brains and do not worry about the wall, replied the woodman. When we have climbed over it, we shall know what is on the other side. And after a time, the ladder was finished. It looked rather clumsy, but the tin woodman was sure that it was strong and would answer their purpose. The scarecrow waked Dorothy and the lion and Toto and told them that the ladder was ready. The scarecrow climbed up the ladder first, but he was so awkward that Dorothy had to follow close behind and keep him from falling off. When he got his head over the top of the wall, the scarecrow said, Oh my! "'Go on!' exclaimed Dorothy. So the scarecrow climbed further up and sat down on top of the wall, and Dorothy put her head over and cried, "'Oh, my!' just as the scarecrow had done. Then Toto came up and immediately began to bark, but Dorothy made him be still. The lion climbed the ladder next, and the tin woodman came last. But both of them cried, Oh my, as soon as they looked over the wall. When they were all sitting in a row on top of the wall, they looked down and saw a strange sight. Before them was a great stretch of country, having a floor as smooth and shining and white as the bottom of a big platter. Scattered around were many houses made entirely of china and painted in the brightest colors. These houses were quite small, the biggest of them reaching only as high as Dorothy's waist. They were also pretty little barns with china fences around them and many cows and sheep, horses and pigs, chickens, all made of china and all standing about in groups. But the strangest of all were the people who lived in this queer country. There were milkmaids and shepherdesses with brightly colored bodices and golden spots all over their gowns, and princesses with the most gorgeous frocks of silver and gold and purple, and shepherds dressed in knee breeches with pink and yellow and blue stripes down them and golden buckles on their shoes princes with jeweled crowns upon their heads wearing ermine robes and satin doublets, and funny clowns in ruffled gowns 
with round red spots upon their cheeks and tall pointed caps. And, straightest of all, these people were all made of china, even to their clothes, and were so small that the tallest of them was no higher than Dorothy's knee. Oh, not no one did so much as look at the travelers at first, except one little purple china dog with an extra large head, which came to the wall and barked at them in a tiny voice, afterwards running away. How shall we get down? asked Dorothy. Oh, they found the ladder so heavy they couldn't pull it up. So the scarecrow fell off the wall, and the others jumped down upon him, so that the hard floor wouldn't hurt their feet. Of course, they took pains not to light on his head or let the pins get in their feet, and when they were all safely down, they picked up the scarecrow, whose body was quite flattened out, and patted his straw back into shape again. We must cross this strange place in order to get to the other side, said Dorothy, for it would be unwise for us to go any other way except due south. Now they began walking through the country of the China people, and the first thing they came to was a China milkmaid milking a China cow. As they drew near, the cow suddenly gave a kick, and kicked over the stool, the pail, and even the milkmaid herself. They all fell on the china ground with a great clatter. Dorothy was shocked to see that the cow had broken her leg off and that the pail was lying in several small pieces, while the poor milkmaid had a nick in her left elbow. "'There!' cried the milkmaid angrily. "'See what you've done. My cow has broken her leg. Now I must take her to the mender's shop and have it glued on again. What do you mean by coming here and frightening my cow?' "'Oh, I'm, I'm very sorry,' returned Dorothy. "'Please forgive us.' But the pretty milkmaid was much too vexed to make any answer. She picked up the leg sulkily and led her cow away, the poor animal limping on three legs. As she left them, the milkmaid cast many reproachful glances over her shoulder at the clumsy strangers, holding her nicked elbow close to her side. And Dorothy was quite grieved at this mishap. "'We must be very, very careful here,' said the kind-hearted woodman, "'or we may hurt these pretty little people, so they will never get over it.' A little further on, Dorothy met a most beautifully dressed young princess, who stopped short as she saw the strangers and started to run away. Dorothy wanted to see more of the princess, so she ran after her. But the china girl cried out, "'Don't chase me! Don't chase me!' She had such a frightened little voice that Dorothy stopped and said, "'Why not?' "'Because,' answered the princess, also stopping a safe distance away, "'if I run, I may fall down and break myself.' "'But could you not be mended?' asked the girl. "'Oh, yes, but one is never so pretty after being mended, you know,' replied the princess. Mm, "'I suppose not,' said Dorothy." "'Now there is Mr. Joker, one of our clowns,' continued the china lady, "'who's always trying to stand upon his head. "'He's broken himself so often, and he's mended in a hundred places, "'and doesn't look at all pretty. 
Here he comes now, so you can see for yourself. Indeed, a jolly little clown came walking towards them, and Dorothy could see that in spite of his pretty clothes of red and yellow and green, he was completely covered with cracks, running every which way and showing plainly that he'd been mended in many, many places. The clown put his hands in his pocket after puffing out his cheeks and nodding his head at them saucily. He said, "'My fair lady,' Why do you stare at poor old Mr. Joker? You're quite as stiff and prim as if you'd eaten up a poker. Be quiet, sir, said the princess. Can't you see these are strangers and should be treated with respect? Well, that's respect, I expect, declared the clown, and immediately stood upon his head. I don't mind, Mr. Joker, said the princess to Dorothy, is considerably cracked in the head, and that makes him foolish. Oh, I don't mind him a bit, said Dorothy, but you are so beautiful, she continued, that I am sure I could love you dearly. Won't you let me carry you back to Kansas and stand you on Aunt Em's mantle? I could carry you in my basket. That would make me very unhappy, answered the China princess. You see, here in our country, we live contentedly and can talk and move around as we please. But whenever any of us are taken away, our joints at once stiffen, and we can only stand straight and look pretty. Of course, that is all that is expected of us when we are on mantles and cabinets and drawing-room tables, but our lives are much more pleasant here in our own country." "'I would not make you unhappy for all the world,' exclaimed Dorothy. "'So I'll just say good-bye.' "'Good-bye,' replied the princess. "'They walked carefully through the China country. "'The little animals and all the people scampered out of their way, "'fearing the strangers would break them. "'And after an hour or so, the travelers reached the other side of the country "'and came close to another China wall.' It was not as high as the first. However, and standing upon the lion's back, they all managed to scramble over the top. When the lion gathered his legs under him and jumped up on the wall, but just as he jumped, he upset a china church with his tail and smashed it all to pieces. That was too bad, said Dorothy, but... I really think we were lucky in not doing these little people more harm than breaking a cow's leg in a church. They're all so brittle. Huh, they are indeed, said the scarecrow, and I am thankful I'm made of straw and cannot be more easily damaged. There are worse things in the world than being a scarecrow. All right, that's it. <laughs> Joanna Go, I'm in shock. What are you doing? I'm reading The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, one chapter at a time. Among other things, the first half of the show, we talk about, uh, hey, obligated, or the first half of the show, we talk about whatever's on my mind or whatever you guys want to talk about. And then um, we always end with a chapter in the L. Frank Baum's original book, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, on which the film was based. And we just did two in a row because the first one was so short. We did too. 
Uh, however, the next one, chapter 21, the lion becomes the king of beasts. We will do that next time, and we are dangerously close to the end of this book. So uh, get ready. Coming up after we get through with the wonderful Wizard of Oz, of course, we will do um, Alice in Wonderland. That'll be coming up next. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're hanging out. We're having fun. I'm drinking coffee. We're chit-chatting. And, uh, and we're reading classic books because we can. Why not? <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Look at Mar uh, Martin Gilman. Thank you so much, Martin. Uh, very nice of you to join along for the ride. We're on Facebook Live. I'm Not Wearing Pants is the channel. Jay Sheldon's YouTube channel. And uh, also on Twitch.tv under a slash Jay Sheldon No Pants, which is where a lot of you are uh, right now. Um, very cool. Hey, Stephen Bones everything. Dude, what are you doing hanging out tonight? Great to see you, Stephen. Thank you so much for, uh, for popping in here. Uh, you're not online, are you? No, I was going to raid your channel, but uh, but you're not there. So, all right, no worries. <laughs> uh, cool beans. Uh, we've got a bunch of wow. There's some there's some some very uh, amazing people in the stream tonight. Uh, Obligated orb, chaotic robot, uh, Misha is here, and uh, of course the inimitable Stephen Bones. Thank you so much for jumping in. Great to uh, great to see you. Be sure and by the way, if you're on twitch.tv, be sure and check out Stephen Bones everything. Um, and also on Facebook also he does uh, he does an amazing job at his stream. He plays all kinds of crazy games. Uh, I've been on his stream. Maybe we should have you on my stream. I don't know how you'd fit in around here, but uh, we'll, we'll pop you in on my stream one of these days and see what see what kind of trouble we can get into. That'd be fun. <laughs> all right yes indeed um yeah we had a we had a great one tonight thank you so much for uh for coming along for the ride <clears throat> excuse me once again wow <clears throat> um we are going to uh we're going to pop out of here in just a little bit and we will see you all on uh what is this saturday night so our next stream scheduled is coming up on tuesday tuesday is uh is our next one um as I always say, we might pop in unexpectedly, so be on the lookout for that. We'll see what happens. Um, anything anybody want to promote while I'm closing out the show here? Now's the time to do it. Whatever hashtags, whatever Twitter feeds or live channels or streams you want, I'm, I'm perfectly good with that. Anybody wants to uh, wants to promote. You made a drawing for Hamlet yesterday. Very cool. All right, Zane. Hey, Zane. Hashim, hello. Good to have you along, too. And, uh, wow, we're getting all these viewers, and I'm just about to close out the stream. What's up with that? You just finally found me. <laughs> all right, no worries. Uh, we'll do it again on Tuesday. We are on every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday night at 10 o'clock Malaysian time, wherever that may be in your part of the planet. Uh, we are uh, live streaming then. And every now and then, when I get a bug up my butt, um, I will come on on a day that isn't a Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday at 10 p.m. Uh, thanks for the like. Thanks, Zane, very much for that. Uh, yeah, hashtag Lions, Tigers, and Satellites on Twitter. 
uh, you'll find some cool stream art there from uh, from Chaotic Robot and the amazing work that uh, that Chaotic Robot does. So check that out if you're on Twitter and who isn't. Uh, hashtag Lions, Tigers, and Satellite. And thank you so much for uh, for all the fan art. I share it as much as I can, as often as I get there. Um, that's it, my friends. Uh, thank you again for uh, the amazing stream and the great view. I will see you again on Tuesday night. And um, that's going to wrap it up. Hope you, in, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, Stephen. If you were on, we'd go raid you. But I, you know, I have to figure out how to do that. So I'll figure that out for next time. All right, guys. We will see you again. I am Jay Sheldon. And I'm not wearing pants. Good night. Yo.